the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we're actually are also on uh, Sundays at uh, 7 a.m. as well, so that'll be a repeat, but uh, we're here. Our, our show is about savings and investing uh, and building up wealth. Uh, the, 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 our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Uh, and, and, you know, we're starting to see people save for money. This is the first recession uh, almost in history where the savings rate has actually gone up during the recession. I mean, is uh, people are putting away money. They're, they're getting the extra money that's coming in. They're putting it away for the future, saving for the future. And I, I think that's going to be more important than ever. What we're looking at is is, is a world where, where it's becoming more uncertain. It, 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 it's truly extraordinary. Uh, the, you know, the, the changes that are happening in the world today uh, as we power through the coronavirus, uh, the, the, you know, the country uh, politically is, you know, very polarized, and that's to put it nicely. And, uh, and so more than ever, it's going to be important to save money and build up wealth yourself because you're not going to be able to depend on the government. Look, they're going to be giving away, you know, trillions of dollars of money. But where's it going to go? We're going to be talking about that on the show. We think it's going somewhere, and we're going to be discussing that uh, on the show here today. Uh, we're going to be discussing you know, the, the latest things in, in the markets, uh, very volatile markets, up and down. Uh, we had the, the, the Reddit rebellion uh, last week. This week, uh, the market sold off. Last, this week, the market jumped up uh, in the news of a, of a massive uh, – you know, multi-trillion dollar uh, stimulus program after the last, you know, a little under a trillion dollar stimulus program last month. And so none of this is, none of this is going to go well. So it's more important than ever to save money and continue to build up wealth. That, 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 you know, to save that money, build up the wealth, put it away in your savings plan uh, for, for retirement. Uh, minimum of 10% plus the company match, that's going to be the key key to it going forward. You have to keep putting away the money. Uh, one of the more fascinating things we've really seen out there is, is, is it, I, I kind of go back to the Reddit rebellion. We wrote about this in our, our, our Max Out Savings Report with the listeners. Is it, The one thing that, that, that's happened by, by a, a couple things with the pandemic, people are working from home. They got more free time in their hands. They got nothing to do since they're stuck at home. So young people, that we, we, we sent out checks to everybody. Uh, you know, I think uh, what is it, age tw- eighteen or twenty? Uh, I think twenty-one. I don't know what the the cutoff was. And a lot of people, hundred dollars, six hundred dollar checks. Yeah, and a lot of them invested the money. They, they didn't have anything to do, and so they bought some stock. And with Robinhood uh, and some of these other platforms, you could buy a partial share of something. And and so uh, so, so so we have a new generation of investors coming in, into the market, a new generation of capitalists, quite frankly. I mean, they, they, you know, they're investing their money. They're expecting a return on their money. Uh, they're, they're, they're sophisticated. They're not, they're not sophisticated, but they're not unsophisticated. They do a lot of reading. They follow people on the Internet. I mean, one of the keys 
you know, it, 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 it's, it's to just find people that know what they're, they're doing and, and, and listen to what they say real closely, I mean, it, it, and, and you'll learn something, and, and that's how you, you, you're able to, to, get, to get ahead. I, mean, I, I think one of the things that really helped me out to make me a, a really good investor was I listened to what people said. But this was a really interesting thing. We used to have conference calls years ago, worked at, at another firm before I started this one, and one of the top strategists on Wall Street, they'd get on the call, and I, I knew a lot of these guys personally, and I'd talk to them. You know, uh, uh, I'd call them up from time to time, see what they thought. But we do, we'd, we'd have a weekly call and with some of them. And the amazing thing was I'd listen real closely to a couple of them, you know, real closely. And, and then when I got out of the meeting, I knew what they said, but then I listened to other people, and it wasn't. And they would they would say what they thought they heard, and it wasn't what the person said. And so, if you find somebody you like, listen to him real closely and understand what he said. I, there was always, and 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 I got a lot more out of listening to those calls than a lot of other people. They said, well, these calls aren't really worth anything. You didn't listen to them. But but this new generation, they have the internet. We didn't have the internet back then. You know, you can pull up stocks. Uh, you can pull up information on stocks, presentations on stocks. We had to go look at the the uh, the, the the value line. We looked at the uh, the S and P 500, the little booklets. I, I got a booklet from 1937 framed in my office. It really, when we started in the business, it wasn't much different. One of my mentors, he actually came up with the idea of coming up screening stocks based on the amount of cash in the company, and he brought it around to all the big institutions on Wall Street. They've never seen anything like it. I mean, now you can pull that stuff up with a couple pushes of a button. And so this new generation is out there. It's exciting. And again, a new generation of capitalists, and they don't like being taken advantage of, as we found out with the Reddit rebellion. I mean, they realize that some companies that some individuals that overshorted some stocks and uh, drove the price of, of game stock up to close to five hundred dollars a share. I mean, look, th- this is nothing new. I mean, this went on in the nineteen twenties. I just read a story today about Piggly Wiggly. I mean, Piggly Wiggly was a massive short, and the, and the people tried to buy it all back. And you know, some of the people lost money, but but again, it was the same thing. It was it was the little guy, the working people against against Wall Street and. And, and 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 people don't like to sit there and see see they they, they just want to people don't they want to see a level playing field and and, it, and really last week it looked like there was kind of an unlevel playing field on Wall Street which welcome to Wall Street world uh, but uh, and I think this is one of the real battles of our time is is young people are now seeing that this this special class this elite class that's clearly out there in this country. That feel like they should have special, special uh, privileges above the other, uh, a little they're more equal than everybody else, and you know, and and this this is really becoming a major problem in the United States. One of the reasons they well, they tried to shut down the Reddit, the Reddit, uh, the sub account, uh, Wall Street Bets, uh, the uh, the company that that was running the servers shut them down for about four hours, and there was a massive, massive pushback out there. And I mean, I think it's a lesson to be learned by that. Uh, that, that was reopened in, in four four hours. I think the Republicans, in many ways, have, have made a mistake by not really pushing back. You know, when they, when they uh, suspended Donald Trump for 24 hours, you know, on Twitter, nobody said very much. And, you know, and then next thing you know, people started, uh, they started uh, getting, uh, they started getting, uh, you know, they started being suspended for 24 hours. Then Donald Trump is suspended permanently, and then other Republicans, conservatives, people out there, libertarians, they suddenly get shut down. And then everybody goes to parlor, and all of a sudden, magically, parlor is shut down. And these are very worrisome things. I mean, you know, the idea that we're losing our free speech in this country, I mean, 30, 40 years ago, and people would go to war over that. And I, and I think it's. You know, I think we're, we've entered a cold civil war because of this type of stuff. I mean, are we a free country, or are we not? And 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 and, and I think this is this is something that's becoming a real concern. I mean, the the idea that some of this 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 these big corporations are doing some of this stuff. It and the, but the lesson to understand is is when the Reddit people, the young people, they they understand technology. They went wild, and then all of a sudden, it's not you're not picking on the, the you know the the uh, 
uh, you know, 55-year-old male white Trump supporter in Appalachia, you know, or wherever they think the Trump people reside in, you know, a bunch of hillbillies, you're, you know, the, the young people, and there was a big pushback. And I think the lesson from that is there's going to have, if, 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 if you want your freedoms, if you want to live in a free country, if you want democracy, you're going to have to push back on this type of stuff. Uh, it, 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 there's just, you know, no other way around it. And we're starting to see that. It, it, look, we invest retirement money. And, and it, this, we got a lot of on the show we're going to be talking about today about retirement. Really, we get some big things happening here. But we're concerned because, number one, nobody wants to live in a country that's engaged in some type of civil war. Nobody, wealthy people around the world that are buying, you know, uh, 10, 20, 30, 100 million dollar uh, town, uh, townhomes in Houston or New York City or Miami, they're doing it because they want a safe place to be. Well, civil wars aren't safe places. People having money in U.S. banks, people having money in the dollar, that, that, that's because they view it as safety. The United States has been there for 240 years. We're not sure it's going to be here going forward at the rate things are going. And it, this is a concern. And, and so this is something we're going to have to watch closely. And, and, and we're going to build upon this during the show. But, but it's, you know, we, we just, did you hear about, this, about what happened at Bank America? Bank America, uh, the FBI evidently, or one of the law enforcement asked Bank America to go, to go through their credit card spending uh, for people that were in Washington, D.C. during the protests. And uh, and then if they did this or they did that or they stayed there, they wanted a list of them. And if they went to a gun shop, you know, two weeks beforehand, well, hell, that could be, that could be academy sports. I mean, really? Uh, and, and, and some people were interviewed by the FBI. Now, I, I don't believe there was a subpoena involved. I, I think uh, there's a possibility that that Bank America might have acted illegally. Well, we'll find out. But what's happened is is that the people there's talk of boycotting Bank America. I mean, there's 73 million Trump supporters out there that are looking at this and going, "Whoa, what? what, what I, I, my money is at Bank America. What's going on there? Why would people do this?" It, but it wasn't that. I mean, it was brought up on uh, Tucker. You know, pointed out that that CNN is owned by AT and T. We're getting closer to these economic pushbacks because these, you know, these 73 million people, you know, that are a bunch of hillbillies out there somewhere in the hinterland, uh, they've got a lot of money. They're not, they're not just, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're basically factory workers. They are uh, doctors. They're, uh, they're engineers. They're medical people. They're, they're, they're managers. They do all for their business owners, their school teachers. They also have money. And if they start realizing that their back's against the wall, they have to start pushing back. You know, companies could get in trouble. If people start walking away from AT&T, you know, in the future, some of these big companies could be in severe trouble if they basically have made themselves into, into democratic operatives. And so this is, so as a, so we, if we own stock in companies, we're having to sit there and analyze this, Hey, what's going on? Look, I think it's really great if you're Microsoft and you know, you've got, you've got, you know, 50,000 employees. I don't know what they have, and you got, you know, 500 employees, you know, democratic uh, rabble rouser operatives in the company saying we need to dump all the Republicans. Hey, you know, and, and, and then they pressure. But the problem is there's the 73 million people and there's more than that that start pushing back. So are we going to have economic boycotts in the United States? I, I, I think this is something we're going to have to watch closely and understand where this is going. I, I It's just... I would really like to see things calm down. I'd really like to see some type of unity, and I've seen nothing at all trying to pull the country together. It's becoming frightening to see see threatening people. Uh, Lou Dobbs was pulled off the air. Uh, you know, people are, are being threatened. Uh, you know, they, they, we, there's, a, there's, a, there's a fence built around the Capitol. There's 10,000 troops patrolling the streets. What's going on in the United States of America? But look, it's not just us. People around the rest of the world are going, oh, my God, what is happening in the United States of America? You know, is my money safe in the United States of America? Is the dollar safe in the United States of America? Is it safe to own stocks in the United States of America? Watch this. Look, people, 
have always depended upon the United States to do the right thing. They've always depended on the United States that has a democracy with fair elections. They've had that, that, that they treat people fairly, including both sides. Look, this is not some African uh, republic or some banana republic out there where, where we come in, the new administration comes in, engages and purges, throws everybody out, and then everyone has to flee the country. But they're starting to act like it. The, the, the reason why we are the reserve currency of the world is because of our stability, our fairness, and our fundamental democracy and the strength and innovation of the United States and the people of the United States. Is that at risk? We're going to talk about that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In times like these, everyone could use a hand. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I think that's Hayes Carl. That is Hayes Carl. Uh, we're talking savings investments in your retirement. We're really talking about what, what look, what, what's going on out here. We, we, the election is passed. And there's just some real irregularities in the election that evidently nobody can talk about because, all, you know, or else. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's but 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 and then we seem to have this this just all of a sudden this hard line attacks of, of Republicans, of conservatives. Of working people in the country, you know, starting to resemble some type of banana republic, and that's very dangerous. It, it now's the time we should be pulling together. Now's the time to be throwing some olive branches to the other side if you're in charge. It, it, but that's not what we're seeing. We're, we're seeing, you know, people threatening to, uh, you know, they, they want to engage in, uh, you know, new homeland security things to round up all the Republicans. They want to take their children away. I mean, the, the things I'm hearing is absolutely the, the things I'm hearing with some of this stuff, if people in the past would be locked up for even saying not in jail, but in, in, in an asylum. And yet these people in, with straight faces come out and say this stuff. And this is very damaging to the country. Uh, you know, we've got corporations engaged in, 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 in payback or, or all trying to, to cater uh, to to the other to, to to the Democratic Party to Joe Biden to show them that they're woke enough to be and, and they're persecuting employees they're persecuting their clients their their, their customers and and, and it, this is this is wrong it's it's upsetting the country and it's endangering it now here's a story today you know I I, I, I uh, Double Line released a paper one of the bigger bond managers in the country run by Jeffrey Gunlock. Uh, warns events are in motion to re- remove the dollar as the reserve currency. Well, you know, and, and they're talking about the, the, you know, we have something called the, the, the SWIFT, uh, which is basically a clearing for the do- for, for, for currencies. It's dollar-based. 
in the banking system. And, and if you get kicked off the SWIFT, it's very difficult to do banking in the world. That's what we did to Iran. Uh, but, but the problem is, is, is the usage of SWIFT is starting to drop. And the reason it's called the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications. It's a global, basically a global, a global payment settlement network, and it's used quite a bit by all the big banks. And what it's dropping, people are using it less and less because the problem is if you kick Iran off or you kick some other country off, then then who would the other countries to say, whoa, what? They could kick me off of the system. It's just like when 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 Facebook and 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 uh, Twitter deplatform President Trump, every world leader looks, oh, my God, they can do it to me. I got to get away from Facebook and Twitter in my country. And so this is what we're starting to see out there. And there's starting to be real concern of what's happening in the United States. And so they bring up, in addition to the slowing dropping of the SWIFT program, and I think a lot of this has to do with our, our kicking countries off or imposing sanctions. Because if, if, if people, if countries feel they could be sanctioned on the SWIFT system, then, then in order for their personal national security of every country they're in, they have to start going to their bankers and going, look, we have to make sure we're not too vulnerable to SWIFT and so it's declining. And the second thing is, is that U.S. dollar reserves are starting to drop as a percentage of foreign reserves quite precipitously over the last couple months, three or four months, is people are becoming concerned to what's happening in the United States of America. And this is pushing the dollar lower. And so now the dollar has rallied uh, so far this year, but I think how this is going to play out is going to be a drop in the dollar. As people are becoming more concerned about what's going on in the country, I think they're pushing the dollar up, trying to make it. Once Biden, Joe Biden was elected president, almost as soon as November hit, the dollar started falling. And it fell from 94 down to about 89 and a half, close to 89. And it's since rallied up, you know, after the first week of the new year. Now, I think that's because the U.S. is trying to push the dollar up. Keep in mind, they're coming up with the $1.9 trillion stimulus program. Well, look, this is ridiculous. As we've talked on the show, I've seen two sets of numbers. One of them says that this is the greatest – This is we're spending more than World War II in our budget deficits. Another one says it's a little less than World War II. I think it's got to do with the, the time frame of the, the coronavirus happens to just hit right in, you know, in there. But either way, we've not seen the spending like this since World War II. And, we're, and, and as we discussed in the show, we're spending probably 40 to 50 percent more uh, per GDP percentage than almost every other country in the world on this. And, and, and now, all of a sudden, we're coming up with another $1.9 trillion program after the, what was it, eight $900 billion program a month ago. And, and so this is going to add continued pressure to the dollar to go lower. Because, look, I don't believe that, that, that the U.S. is capable of reigning in spending. And they're not going to be capable of reigning in spending up until the point that, that the dollar starts to collapse. Uh, it, we used to be, years ago, there was something called the bond vigilantes. Well, the bond vigilantes, so if the Fed started, the government started spending a bunch of money or they started getting nervous or they saw reckless policies, interest rates would start creeping up because people go, oh, whoa, what's going on here? No, no, I want a better return on my funds for invested because I'm not sure the risk going on. Well, the bond vigilantes no longer exist. Why is that? Because the Federal Reserve is buying up all the bonds. So the Federal Reserve is controlling interest rates. I remember years ago on another show I had, uh, we, we did, uh, we had, uh, Bob Rubin, uh, and, and I was, you know, working on the show at the time, uh, but uh, Bob Rubin, I got Bob Rubin on the show for him, and, and Bob Rubin said, look, the, Bob Rubin is former Tre- Secretary of Treasury, and, and he goes, look, the U.S. can control, the Fed can control, uh, they can control short-term rates, but they can't control long-term rates. Well, that's changed. The Fed now does control long-term rates, and, and so 
the idea of bond vigilantes is gone. So it's going to be the dollar vigilantes eventually, which is going to do it. The other thing you could say, is it's, it's Bitcoin. Uh, that's another one. Gold and silver are there, too, but they're trying to push down gold and silver right now for, for, the, for the time being. But th- those are all going to be your warning signs. And they're all going to start. The dollar's going to go down. Gold and silver are going to go up, and Bitcoin's likely going to go up. Uh, because people are trying to get out of the dollar. They're trying to get into other currencies they're trying to protect. So here we have uh, we have double line uh, say that, look, the, the events are in motion to remove the dollar as a reserve currency because these c- countries around the world are backing away from the dollar. They, they, want, they want to have more euro, yen, uh, Chinese, uh, Chinese yuan, a British pound type of currencies because they, they're not sh- – a lot of this has to do with the sanctioning, I think, which did real damage. You know, I think that was a mistake. But also now the the, the uncertainty, the the tremendous polarization in the country. Uh, you know, say what you want about the Chinese; they're kind of all on the same page. Hey, uh, hey, I want what's best for China. Yeah, I'm not real happy about Xi Jinping. You know, I'd like him to be more open. But yes, China definitely should be a number one. And yes, we should lead the world. I mean, both sides are kind of in agreement. On the United States, you got one side that says, yes, the United States is the greatest country where we have democracy, we have freedom, we have capitalism. This is fantastic. You got another people say, look, this country was 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 a bad country. It, it, it's built on uh, on slavery, and it, and, and, it, it, and it needs to go away. It, it, all the damage in the world has been done by the United States. And there's, so there's another half that wants to rebuild. The United States and more of and redistribute the wealth and everything else. It, 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 and that is a very dangerous thing. I mean, you got two polar opposites, and it, it is literally a cold civil war right now. And and and, and, and so. So that puts us at a disadvantage. Even the inept Europeans that can't do anything. I mean, they're they're like feuding over the vaccine, and then they tried to lowball the vaccine make sure so they sold off their vaccine to the U.S. and other countries, and now they can't get any vaccine. I mean, it's just classic Europeans. They can't do anything, but they're sort of on the same page. They all think Europe is the greatest place in the world, and you know we should be a leader of the world. Uh, and so, so these. This is going to result in a lower dollar and more inflation. And that's what I want to cover today, is I want to kind of cover this. It, it, and, and my concern is, is what worries me about the United States today, it's increasingly looking like it's, it's like a wrecked ship that, that people are looting. It, you were a, a ship that's adrift in the ocean and people are, are, are looting the ship. You know, you, you see the Chinese are trying to steal our technology. Uh, other, other countries are trying to take advantage of the United States. You got people fighting on the ship. You, you have the tech companies basically, you know, st- taking away everybody's freedom and trying to get as much power as they can for themselves so they can sell the information to, every, to companies that make more money. It, 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 and there doesn't seem to be anybody the people in the country. Do we have a, do we have a call? Yeah, we have Tom on the line. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? Hello. Yeah, good morning. Uh, so listening to you talk about the, you know, the dollar being devalued and uh, – of course, currently it's sort of the, the world's reserve currency. Uh, if it got so bad that it really isn't the reserve currency, and everybody keeps talking about China at some point overtaking us and becoming the dominant uh, economy, could you see a scenario where actually China's currency becomes the sort of the standard world currency? I mean, could you see that as a scenario? And if so, you know, what would happen? <laughs> Well, look, I think I don't think there will be the world. I think what they're trying to aim for is a a package of currencies, almost like the the, the special drawing rights the IMF is coming up. So a certain percentage United States, a certain percentage China, a certain percentage European, a certain percentage Japanese. That's what I think they're aiming for is some type of 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 currency that's put together in in a, in, a, in a special drawing rights which is a basket of currency. So so the new dollar, so to speak, would be a percentage dollars, percentage yen, percentage uh, euro uh, down the line. Okay, well, I was curious listening to you talk about that uh, and, you know, China rising up. Uh, I was just getting really concerned that, uh, 
boy, if China kind of took over, and who can trust China? I mean, I personally wouldn't invest in China, <laughs> uh, but maybe some people should. I don't know. Yeah, we have. It, it's been difficult for us. Uh, you know, it, it's just, I mean, it, it, the problem is it's just hard right now. In, uh, but, but, look, I think that's how it's going to play out overall. And, and what I think you're going to see happen is, is you're going to see, you, you're going to see it break into that kind of special drawing right. Hmm. But, but Tom, what Maybe I also I, think is going to, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, what I think is going to happen is I think you're going to see the dollar go lower before they put that basket in place. And, and so if 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 the if the in, in the reserve package right now is uh, percentage of the world reserves is sixty percent. Uh, 61%, 60, 61%, it was 66% about five years ago. I think it's going to go closer to 50%. It, it, and, and, and I think in order to do that, how it's going to happen is going to, they're going to depreciate the dollar. It, 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 and they don't have any choice because look at these massive deficits that we're running up. Well, sure. I think, you know, of course, Europe's running deficits, too. Of course, you know, they got negative interest rates and all kinds of crazy stuff. So I guess having said that, what do you see as a potential time frame? Is that something in the next year? Is it a five-year kind of thing? And and if so, uh, how do you play that? Do you do more uh, foreign investment or less? I mean, how would you play that? And, of course, that depends on the time frame you're seeing. I think that's a that's a good question. What what I think I think you're looking within three years. I think this is happening pretty quickly. Uh, in, 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 and so, because uh, keep in mind, it's been going on for a long time. And, and I and I think now uh, with with the spending, the, Europe is spending a bunch of money too. But we're dwarfing them on deficit spending. And, and the problem is, is the Fed has said kind of, hey, we've done all we can with these ridiculous. Uh, you know, their percentages of, of, of GDP, of their balance sheet, it's the highest in history. So now they're going to want to do fiscal spending. And the fiscal spending, they're going to want to push it down to the people this time to try to put more money and keep the, kind of this whole bubble going that they've got. And, and that's going to be inflationary. So so what you want to do is, is we're going to kind of build upon – let me build upon this on the show, Tom. Okay. Well, very good. It's always good to get your input. You sure don't hear that on the evening news. Yeah, no, that's the problem. And so, but yeah, thank you. And, and so, okay, what we, you know, but that, 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 this is kind of what we're looking at here is, is I think this is happening pretty quickly in here. And, and, and what, what, what I want you to understand is, and we've talked some about this is inflation. As the dollar goes lower, that's going to cause inflation. Or as the inflation, well, as the inflation increases, it's going to push the dollar lower because as people right now, People are looking at these big de- budget deficits, and they're going, well, back in 2009, 2000, 2008, 9, and 10, we had massive deficits, and we really didn't have the inflation. It was deflation. So like we're saying, well, what happened is back then, all of the money went into went to Wall Street. And so Wall Street, it all basically went into bank lending. It went into corporate lending. Big, it went in, into buying stocks. So the stock market went up. Uh, asset prices went up. Uh, corporations borrowed a bunch of money. They bought back mass, massive amounts of stock, quite frankly, rather than rebuilding their their their, their, their capital, uh, uh, their manufacturing capacity. They shipped it overseas. Or what they did is they figured out they could shut down the factory uh, and, and, and sub, you know, manufacture this stuff in China with some other company or move the factory to China and save more money. So so that did not come into the United States as much. But but this time, it, it, it's different. And this time is that they're pushing the money back. You've seen the, the, the $1,200, the $600. They're talking about another $1,400 coming in. That money's coming into the economy. You know, tr- go try to buy a refrigerator. Go try to cars. There's even delays in getting cars. There's delays refrigerators, dishwashers, building supplies. There's all delays in all of this stuff because there's so much spending going on in the economy. They're pushing that money down into the economy. Okay, now that is going to cause that is causing inflation. It's going to cause some more inflation. Now, we, I've got some fantastic numbers I want you to hear. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're going to discuss some of this right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, we're, we're talking about with, the, with the market, with, 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 with what, what's happening in the world with, with, with the dollar. And the dollar, the, the spending, the massive spending uh, this time is going to go more into individuals, into working people's pockets, which is good. But the problem is, is we've lost the ability to control spending in the United States. Look, we have about a – most recent employment came in. It was 6.5, 6. something like that, 6.8. I forgot the exact number. That's not good at all, okay? It, we got a real problem. That doesn't mean that we should be having – we just put out a $600 million addition, uh, billion package. We're going to put another one point – why should we put another 1.9? Because here's the reason why. If you look at the numbers on the COVID virus, we, remember we've been telling you August, uh, uh, April the economy is going to start recovering. I, I, I think it's going to be probably March. It, it, it's going to start going up. The, the, the COVID cases are falling. It, it, if you go, and they cannot figure why. It's a big mystery. Well, you know, maybe uh, uh, to help some of the researchers, possibly they should look at the 1918 pandemic, and you had these like bell curve type of of sine wave of, of type of, 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 of things. I think there was three waves and that was it. And, 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 and the virus was gone. Well, they drop off naturally. And now these things are dropping off naturally this time. And plus we get the people vaccinated. People are going to be going out and spending money. They're going to go out and do things. This has more been like a wartime effort where people in fighting World War II, they couldn't spend much money because they were at the front fighting. So they built up savings. And then when they came back, they started spending money. The same, with the economy reopened starting in April, they're going to start spending money. They're going to start traveling. Go try to book a jet. Wait to, wait to try to go book a jet April, May of this year. You're going to be shocked at the prices. It, 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 because people are going to want to go out and do things. They're going to come out. We had the roaring 20s. Well, there's another time. 1945. 1945, the war won to an end. 1946, they started bringing all the GIs back to the United States. Okay, so the inflation was running in 45 about 2.7%. Uh, 2.27%. In 44, it was running uh, 1.64%. In 43, it was at 6, but they put in price controls. So, so, so the, the inflation was about 2 point something percent. But then in, in 46, the GI started coming back, and it, it, inflation was going up a little. It went to 3.7, 3.5, 3.3. And then all of a sudden, in July of 46, inflation went to 9%. 9%. Uh, and then in August, it went to 11.6%. In, in uh, uh, September 12, uh, and then uh, was October 14, November, uh, it was 17, 18% in December, 
in 47, 18%. So it ended at 8% annualized in 46. In 47, it was 18, hit peaked at 19.67% inflation on an annualized basis one month, you know, annualized. It was 14%, and then it was at 7.4%. Okay, so those are big numbers. It, and they happened very quickly. It went from 2.7 to 6 to 8.3 to 14% within two years. This is what warns you about inflation. It doesn't just go up slowly. These people are all going to come back in the workforce. They've all had a lot of savings. They're going to start spending money. They're going to spend their savings. We have, we, we, we're putting too much money into the economy. The stock market is hitting new highs where you have the worst political environment since the Civil War. And, and, and the market, does this make any sense to anybody? And, people are going, and, they, and they're questioning the dollar, how long it's going to be up there. The market should be falling. The reason or not is they put too much money in the system. This money's all pouring into the stock market. That we have interest rates at, at record low levels. That's by the Federal Reserve is keeping rates artificially low. Well, the problem is how can they justify artificially low rates when we have these type of inflation numbers? If that inflation, I'm going to repeat it again, in 46, it was 2.2 in January, 1.7 in, in, in uh, February, uh, March was 2.8, 3.7 April, 3.3 in uh, uh, May, and then uh, June, it was only 3.1, uh, but at July, it went to 9%, and then went to 11%, then it went to 12%, then it went to 4, 15%, 17, 18, 18, 18, tw almost 20, 19. Those are the numbers you're looking at. Now, if you're on Social Security and a pension or a fixed annuity, Okay, your your income is being chopped up in over a 30-year period. Your income is going to be destroyed. So what it's going to be important to do is you're going to have to watch out for inflation and protect your portfolio for inflation. Look, and the stock market could continue to go. Remember, the stock market in, in Venezuela has gone ever higher because the, the Venezuelan currency has depreciated, and so it keeps going up. So so the risk is you, you, you've got to sit there and, and have – at your money in different assets that are going to go up with inflation. Now, they might go down some initially, but they're going to go up over time. Well, precious metals, uh, the, the, the gold and the silver. If you look at, at, at silver this week, uh, you know, the, it was in, got involved in the Wall Street Reddit things. It, it, it was at $24 last Friday. Uh, when do I got the numbers here? Hold on. Let me pull them up. Uh, yeah, silver was at 20, uh, $25 on Friday of last week. And it gapped up to 28, hit $30 on Monday morning, and then it went down and came back to around 25 and finished up about uh, about even for the week. But but everyone's looking at silver. Massive volume came into silver. Gold's about the same. You know, it broke out to new highs and pulled back. But keep in mind, on uh, on, on Tuesday or Wednesday of that week, that the Commodity Exchange Commission raised margin requirements. So that. So that put pressure on speculators to sell some. They, that's the way they, 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 the commodity exchanges try to push the prices down when they're nervous about volatility. So it finished up about even, but that silver is starting to break out. It's going to go higher. So the precious metals, they're going to go higher. As the dollar depreciates, people are going to go into things that they're safe. And look, when you got people like Bank America monitoring every asset you're doing and giving them to the government uh, – Having precious metals where they can't track you or something is, is going to be increasingly important for people to get. I mean, it, that's sad to say, but but true. So, so what we're seeing is 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 this that this is, so what else? Owning assets, uh, foreign bond funds. We're going to be looking at foreign bond funds in here for our clients. We we've got some foreign assets now. We're going to try to build upon those. Uh, right now, the, the U.S., a lot of countries around the world have very low interest rates, but if the currency is going to, the U.S. dollar is going to depreciate. Look, the Europeans aren't much better than us or the Chinese. The problem is we're just a scale bigger in, in the amount of money we're spending as percentages. We are going way overboard on flooding the world with money right now, and, and that's going to depreciate the dollar. And if you remember back a couple of years ago, the Fed tried to back off, they tried to back off the uh, the the interest by back off of the bond buying program, and, and there was that big revolt. I want to say back in I want to say it was maybe eighteen 
uh, or, or so, uh, where, maybe it was 16, where they said they were going to kind of back off some, and rates shot up very quickly, and, and then they had to back off. And, and, and I, I don't see how the Biden administration can ever stop spending money. And, and I mean, they, they're, they're you know two weeks into the office, and they've issued more. I can't tell you how. I, and one day, I think I got three or four phone calls about the presidential decrees from Joe Biden from clients. I couldn't believe it. Is he? I think he's up forty or fifty of them now. Uh, and, and, and so he's ruling by decree. He's rec- the biggest, some of the massive spending. We, look, we don't need a $1.9 trillion program. Our economy is two months away from a massive acceleration. Goldman Sachs thinks inter- the, the, the GDP this year can be over 6%. What do we need $1.9 trillion for? What's going to happen when we go into the next recession? We're not going to have the money available, and that's going to push the dollar lower. And, and so this is something that, that, that you want to watch. Uh, out there and and uh, and see so so we think again overseas stocks overseas companies companies in the United States that 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 do business chemical companies oil companies look if inflation goes up they might lag it a little bit but they're gonna they're gonna kind of catch up catch up with the situation over time and they own assets that that the dollar might depreciate but that refinery that chemical plant that railroad that that uh, manufacturing plant is still there and has value and, and can still produce goods. And, and that's going to be the, what's going to be incredibly hurt by inflation are fixed annuities, your annuity streams, Social Security, those type of things. People on fixed incomes are going to suffer. And that's the really sad way about this. And, and, and so precious metals, commodities, as we've talked about in the show, ag commodities, Overseas stocks, overseas bonds, and and that's what I think you've got to start preparing until we until you get some type of government in place that's going to show some type of prudence. There's going to be real concern, but but even without that happening, we've got the opening of the economy, which is going to be inflationary, like it was in the 20s, like it was also during the uh, during the uh, after the, the World War Two. Uh, so so this is this is. You know some of the stuff that we're looking at, and, and what we're, 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 how I think think this is going to play out. Do, do we have any questions, Eddie? Not right now. You can call us if you want. If you want to get in real quick, seven one three 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 nine ten seven. What one of our uh, uh, clients they, they brought up the point about the uh, the AMC theaters. Uh, they're partially owned because that's been a big, big stock that's been uh, part of the Reddit crowd, partially owned by the Chinese. And they pointed out that, of course, the Chinese are trying to get control of our theaters so they can show us what we want to what they, they want to control, what Hollywood does. So so if, if they can keep them out of the American theaters, if it's negative in China, they won't be made. This is the problem. Everybody's trying to control the content we see. This is a free country, and it's going to be very important. I mean, foreign governments have no business being involved in the United States in trying to influence the American people. I mean, I've heard this about the Chinese, the Russians, the Turkey. I listened to a presentation this week. Turkey's spending $100 million trying to influence the United States favorably, trying to influence what the American people see. Facebook is trying to influence what the American people can see and think. Twitter. I mean, Jack Dorsey is 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 has become the you know the uh, the 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 speech police in the United States. I mean, uh, and now we got the, the New York Times claiming we need a truth commission. Yeah, you know, I'm beginning to believe that H.G. Wells actually wasn't that smart. I just think I think they invented a time machine somewhere in the near future, and he basically went back and wrote about what the Biden administration and what where we're going. And it's it, it's just remark. It's almost scary how this is playing out. In a democracy, this should be tremendously frightening. If you're in China, I mean, you kind of expect it. But in a democracy in the United States, we all should be very concerned and push back on some of this type of stuff. So we'll see what happens. But 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 I do believe that. That, that that that's what we're going to. It, but what I really wanted you to get out of the show today was really understand what was going on. Yeah, there's also another we, we had in 41 when we started the war. OK, which is another example. We, we, we Back in January, we talked about the coronavirus. This is January a year ago. No one even understood what the coronavirus was uh, at the time, the Chinese Wuhan virus. 
it, and we explained to them what was going to happen in February. We said, look, this is it. we need to fight this like a war. This is, by the way, the coronavirus was the first wartime effort that the country was polarized and split. And this was a warning of what was going to come. Every other emergency the United States has ever faced, this country has pulled together except this time. And this is why I think we're in this civil war that we're in. We were they, The country was unable to rally around the president. They were un unable to rally around the safety of the United States of America. It became a political issue, which is really shocking. And, but, but they're also, when 41, that inf inflation was negative in 39, negative in, we had deflation in 30, 30, 38, uh, negative 30, 39, negative uh, uh, 0.73% in 40, and then 5% in 41, then it went to 11% in 42, and then 6% in 43, and it dropped off. That was when they put the price controls in place. So you, you want if we get a big inflation, somewhere down the way there's going to be price controls in place, and that's something that we're going to have to watch in the future. But but this is this is something we're going to have to look at. But a couple. But the other thing I also want to build on, if inflation comes up, and as we, we talked about in the show, this happens very quickly, it's going to push up interest rates. If interest rates go up, that's going to be very negative for, for fixed, longer-term fixed-term in, in instruments. And you've got to be careful. So many of these big indexes are basically uh, – uh, bond funds are basically longer-term bond funds out there. And so – you, you don't want to, I don't think indexing is the way to go for the next 10 years. It, it's going to be much more stock picking, value investing, because you want to buy value in an inflationary environment. You want to also be in shorter term bonds, medium to short term bonds. So if that inflation does take off, it, it, the inflation doesn't destroy your principal. You can react and reallocate your money. But if it's locked in a 10 year treasury at 1.1%, you're trapped and you start getting, as we talked about in 19. In 1946, an 8% inflation, and then 47, a 14% inflation, and you're getting 1.1 in your money. It doesn't, you start compounding that out, and you're getting back, you know, 80 cents in the dollar, 70 cents in the dollar real quickly after 10 years, or maybe 50% or 40 or 30%. And so by keeping your in your fixed income shorter term, it gives you the ability to rack. Yeah, you might have to sell it at a small loss, but you can reallocate it to something that's going to go up when the inflation appears, or you hopefully you've protected yourself ahead of time. But if you're in long term, bonds can go down in massive scale. Anyway, hey, into the show. Uh, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our free report. It's maxoutsavings.com. If you need some help, I'd be happy to help you with your retirement. Let's go to maxoutsavings.com. Remember our motto and philosophy to save aggressively. That's conservative. We'll see you next week. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.